We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We are so glad you're here. Today on our show, we have Amy Cipher. Amy is a mom, wife, writer, and a speaker to audiences of all ages everywhere. She is an author, and in today's conversation, we discuss her latest book, Grace Looks Amazing on You, and how we can apply that concept and that idea to our lives right now where we are. She shares her tips for talking with the younger generation, her writing process, and inspirational women she's following on social media today. So grab something warm to drink, sit back, and enjoy this conversation with Amy. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We are so excited to have Amy Seifert on our show today. Can you say hi, Amy? Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. (laughs) We are so excited to have you. So for our listeners who don't know you, can you just share um, who you are and what you do? Yes. Um, I always think which hats should I start with? Um, I am, a, <laughs> I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife. It will be 20 years this spring. Wow. Oh, so excited. Yeah, I know. I kind of can't believe it either. <laughs> um, amazing. yeah, thank you. My parents are like over 40 at this point. I know it's lovely. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I, wife, a mom, I'm on staff part-time with my church as the director of outward movement. And then I preach, um, I'm on the teaching team. So every six weeks or so I teach on Sundays. And then my other part-time gig is I'm an author. And so writing as well as speaking, I love speaking too, when we didn't have a pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, these are kind of, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So I like tennis, chocolate, you know, just, yeah, yeah, (laughs) you do it all. You do. And so what did you say your position was with the church with Onward? I know it's a weird one. The director of outward movement. So really connecting the community to our church and our church to the community Um, mm -hmm, and how we can serve the community and share God with community and what are the needs and just kind of thinking through those sorts of things. Awesome. How long have you been doing that? This is my sixth year on wow. staff at my church. Yeah. And okay. then prior to that, I was 12 years on staff with the, a ministry called crew, which is um, yes. yeah, yeah. We saw that on your website. Yeah. So, um, we live in a university town and so that is why we stayed. I used to lead the staff team with another co-director, but after I had my third baby, God was like, you're going to have to take a break. <laughs> so <laughs> took a break. Yeah. And then, um, after a little break, my pastor called and was like, will you would you consider coming on staff here? I'm like, uh, but God made a way. So, oh, that's so cool. And yeah. you said you have three children. How old are your kids? I have three kids. They are, their ages are always changing. Okay. They are 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Why can't they stay the same? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> 13, nine and almost seven. Okay. And boys, girls. Um, it is a boy sandwich girl in the middle boy okay. bread either side. All right. Mm-hmm. And how are they surviving this pandemic life? Like, yeah. Do you feel like just, yeah. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Surviving is the word. Um, mm-hmm. our school district has not gone back in any fashion. It's been remote the whole mm-hmm. time. So it will be a year. Ugh. Um, I know. Oh gosh. Right. That's... So here's the thing though. My eighth grader who's more introverted loves it. He loves 
remote. Mm. But okay. my younger two elementary school, you need the hands-on, you need, you need, yeah. the teachers, you know, like all you guys know. Um, so they've, they had a super hard time screaming, crying most days, shutting the computer on their teacher. Like I'm uh, done, just close it. Oh, <laughs> it was so hard. I know. I'm like, wow, you just really shut your teacher down. Like literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's hard. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we, we are trusting God every month for tuition and we put them in the last private school that had an opening for each of their grades. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of parents were probably looking yeah. for that option. If the mm-hmm. public yes. schools didn't, weren't yes. offering that for in-person. Yeah. Their, their school had 13 kids to start and now they're at 31. Wow. Wow. And they just hired another teacher. Yes. Because okay. schools weren't opening. I know. Yeah. It's bananas. I don't know. It is bananas. Oh, yeah. well, so one of your hats that you have is you've written and contributed to many books. So including Dear Wife, Chin Up, and now your latest, Grace Looks Amazing on You. So do you have a favorite one you've written or does each one, I mean, and I'm sure each one probably holds a special place in your heart, but is there one that, I don't know, you're most proud of, or that just like means the most? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, I've heard some authors answer before I was an author. I heard authors answer it this way. And now I, at first I was like, what? And now I agree. They're like, it feels like each one is a kid. Like you can't really choose your favorite. And I was like, (laughs) is that right? But now I kind of feel that way. I'm like, oh, they, you know, your firstborn's got these things going on and you're, you know, so, uh, I think though, I would say chin up, we self published through, um, Amazon Kindle direct. And it was from the self-publishing of Chin Up that I was able to get it into the hand of a publisher. And so Tyndale picked it up and called and they were like, would you want to write, essentially Grace looks amazing on you. So it was cool to have something to hand to someone to say like, look, I have a finished work. Like I can do the thing, you know? Yeah. And and then they were, they read it. They literally, I didn't think they would. They said, oh, we'll take this home and read it. I was like, I'm sure you will not do that. But then (laughs) they called a month later. They're like, we loved it. I was like, oh, so I don't have a very traditional journey when it comes to authoring. Like, I think it's kind of unique, but it's still really sweet. Yeah. And what was chin up? What's that about? Yeah. So chin up. Yes. Chin up is the, 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 I don't know, let's say four and a half conversation I would want to have with every mom who is just starting out. So it's 16 bite-sized chapters on motherhood. Um, yeah. And my journey, because it's been, motherhood is my biggest weakness. I thought it was going to be my strength and it's not, (laughs) and God continues to refine me all the time. So yeah. So chin up is called chin up wearing grace, strength, and dignity when motherhood unravels your soul. Okay. Um, yeah. And then at the end of chin up the last chapter, I say, well, now does motherhood look amazing on me? No, but grace looks amazing on me. I've never met anybody who can't wear it. And that's the publisher mm-hmm. then called. And they're like, you have this line and we want a hundred days on this concept of grace looking amazing on people. And would you want to do that? I'm like, um, yes. <laughs> I love sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so fun. So walk us through the writing process. Like how, how do you do it? Because I am always amazed at how someone can sit down with like some ideas, but then make it a book and 
and you self-help stuck. Too. Yeah. How does that even work? <laughs> you guys, this is so fun because nobody really like wants to pick my brain about this. So thanks for asking. <laughs> yes. We don't um, know anything about like, we're we, just like, yeah. we might yeah. be kindergartners. You know? I know. I, you guys have your own magic going on. Like for real. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So with chin up, you guys, I, I, I don't, th- I'm going to say these things. I don't think they're normal, but whatever. It's my path. My husband's always like, stop saying that it's not normal. It's just like, yeah, it's, so, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I wrote chin up in a summer. Um, so I wrote it in three months and we had three foster kiddos with us at the time. Like it was probably the craziest time, but, um, because our foster kids were actually older than our younger kids, they were like budding up and I was okay. able to like, write. And I wrote a lot. You can't see my hands on my screen, but I wrote a lot on my phone <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> so I had, go. yeah, I had a Google doc just going mm-hmm. and I had two other friends. Um, one was a single male who is really brilliant, a brilliant writer. And then another mom, English teacher. And I said, would you be willing to read it as I go and help me see what I'm not seeing? Cause like, and then I hired an editor at the yeah. end, but yeah. So I wrote oh. that. But I kind of laid out those 16 chapters and I just, every day just wrote a little bit more. And then with Grace Looks Amazing on You, that was very different because a publisher was involved. So they flew in from Chicago and we spent a weekend and they were like, all right, I, I did the, I did the hundred day layout, which is like 10, 10 day um, specific chunks like grace looks like confidence. Grace looks like practice. Grace looks like, you know, exercise. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were like, let's brainstorm. We're going to leave you with this like full document of ideas that you can run with. And like, they just really helped with that process. Like tell us, you know, when you think of grace, talk about this or give a story, you know, like, so just kind of, so with that, I had a deadline I had six months to write it. So I had to write 500 words a day, five days a oh. week to meet my deadline. So that was more, I mean, someone else was telling me what to do versus like, I hope to publish this in the next year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But even like just three months worth of writing, I feel like that's pretty quick. I mean, I don't think it is. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, yeah I mean, that's, talking- that seems really quick. Yeah. Like you got all your ideas out and just powered the bathroom, through. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like 40% was written in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like my own personal quiet space. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, here. you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I know. So it's a little behind the scenes. Awesome. That. That's so yeah. cool though. Yeah, that is cool. Huh. And so grace looks amazing on you. And so you said it's 100 days of reflecting on God's love. So, mm-hmm. and you kind of said, so it's, 10 things like grace looks like confidence. So is it like a devotional or is it like, how would you, what's a summary of the book? What can the readers expect? Yes. Um, so my, my feathers get a little ruffled when I hear devotional. Cause I'm like, oh, are they going to take verses out of con? No, it's called a devotional to be sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but when they first pitched a devotional, I was thinking in my head, like sometimes I've read devotionals where they take a verse out of context and then say okay. what you wanted to say. I'm saying, which Mm -hmm. I was, I proposed, um, there's a couple of 10 day chunks where I was like, I want to go through Psalm 23 throughout the 10 days and talk about grace as we go through 
the six verses of Psalm 23. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we could really journey through a piece of scripture um, and really understand where we see God's grace there. So yeah. Yeah. So it is, it is, okay. I would, I've been calling it a 100 day journey, but it is totally in a, the devotional category online. Um, and yeah, 10 days. Um, I don't remember them all. I actually have the book right here. I'm like, okay. Um, you know, so it's got, what's <laughs> it? What is it? Um, yeah. So it starts out with grace looks like confidence. So our identity, 10 days of looking at who, who we are in Christ. And then, um, grace looks like strength or grace looks like practice. What are the practices? Like grace is definitely opposed to earning, but it's not opposed to effort. Um, Dallas Willard says that one of my favorite quotes about grace, you're like, okay, grace isn't opposed to effort and, and really trying new things to connect with God, but not as a way to earn anything from him. Cause that's, that's not what we're doing. So, um, yeah, just trying to give our, the readers tangible, small, chunks for us to digest God's grace on a daily basis. Yeah. And was there out of those 10 sections, was there one that maybe was challenging or like, Oh, I need to work on this myself. Cause you kind of said like with chin up, like with being a mom, you realize like, I'm, I feel like I'm weak at it. You know, even though we're sure you're an amazing mom, but like, was there something in the book that you're like, Oh, I kind of need to work on this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when, um, I mean, there were things I needed to work on personally as writing it and which was great to, to admit to the reader, I need to practice what I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Like, or I've seen when I've practiced it a few times, mm. how fruitful that's been, but it's hard to put my phone down and really connect in silence to God, you know? Yes. Um, so I never, I never, I feel like as a writer, you don't want to be the hero of your own story. That's not the point. You want to say I'm journeying with you as Mm -hmm. we like, you know, as we stand knee deep in grace and we don't drown in guilt, like that's what we're trying to do. And I'm not trying to heap things on people, but like, let's discover the grace around every bend because it's there, but sometimes we're not willing to see it. So yeah, some, some, some were more difficult. Some I got back from the editor and they were full of red lines and I was like, cool. Great. You're like, is that a good thing? I don't know. All the things you like. Is that, yeah. Are you highlighting? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Really humbling, but yeah. <laughs> part of the process. Yeah. This sounds like such a great book for everyone to read right now. Yeah. Just getting yeah. out of 2020. I mean, mm-hmm. I keep saying like, we all need to give each other grace. And yes. like, that's just been a buzz oh my gosh. for yes. me personally. And I just feel like everyone needs to hear the, this right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. And across the, across the, the political climate. I mean, mm-hmm. everywhere we are, grace is needed. And yes. I, I launched it in a, in the pandemic, like April 7th, 2020 was when it okay. launched <laughs> and okay. I had like, right in the bad part. <laughs> oh, right. When everything like literally yes. nothing. And so I yeah. had like several speaking engagements with like thousands of women lined up, nothing, yeah. no book signings, yeah. nothing. Everything was closed. Mm. And yeah. I thought, ah. but it continues to speak, uh, praise the God, praise God. Cause Absolutely. it's like, Grace is the need right now. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So you mentioned um, public speaking, and I know during this pandemic, you probably haven't had many opportunities, but tell us about that. What's something um, you love about that? What's your favorite part? What do you like to speak about and who, who's your audience? Yeah. So it has grown and changed over 
20 years of being in ministry. Um, so it's definitely to, um, I had a, a ministry really specific to sorority, um, women and fraternity men. We built into the Greek system. Yeah. There wasn't anything going on there. We tried to offer some spiritual truths and Bible studies to fraternities and sorties on campus. That got really fun, um, becoming an advisor and then just speaking all kinds of things there. Um, but then coming outside with my church, I went from college women to a mixed audience and, um, some men had crossed their arms. Like we're having a female teach us right now, you know, like there's just some <laughs> things yeah, <laughs> that yeah. had to, uh, had to walk through. Uh, but <clears throat> all the elders of my church are like, please give your gift here. Please do this. Um, so yeah, I, I love the craft of I write what I speak word for word. And then I really get to know it and feel like I almost memorize whatever I'm giving, whether it's a sermon or it's a retreat, um, Hmm. you know, whatever it looks like. So, um, I, I love, I'm, I'm doing a zoom retreat this next weekend with some really amazing, like Latasha Morrison and Joe Saxton and Suzanne Stabile are some other speakers. I just picked up Latasha's, um, be the bridge. Yes. Like I just picked up the library today. I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to read oh. this. I've heard so many great things about it. It is so good. Get ready. It's, it's excellent. Um, oh, how exciting it's fun. But so doing this conference on zoom, I'm so sad because we normally would have been at the conference together and I could have right. really hung with them. Instead we're giving individual, like we'll do a live Q and a together, but I just missed the live audience and the people mm-hmm. laughing that like stories and like taking people on a journey and, you know, yeah. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. So it'll be, it's not over. It'll come back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. sharing and then connecting with people afterwards too. When people sh- share some of their story with me, that's so sweet. Yeah. 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 So it is hard. And that's just virtually, which it's a wonderful tool, you know, like, and it can help reach almost sometimes a broader audience, you know, someone that might not be able to attend. Um, but there is just that lack of physical, you know, interaction. Yeah. Yeah, Like someone coming up to you and sharing something that, yeah. Yes. That connection afterward. I know. And you mentioned you worked with crew for a long time Mm -hmm. and then you kind of, you know, you've shifted a little, but I'm just wondering, I don't know how to word this, not like why college students, but did you, (laughs) you know, but like, was there, did you feel like there's a specific reason you were called to speak to them? Like, you know, cause some people might be like, eh, like, I don't know. You know, I feel like everyone has their different age that they kind of feel more comfortable with. For sure. It's the way I feel about when you both say kindergarten. I'm like, I don't really <laughs> understand. Like, uh, <laughs> um, we don't either. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, man. Um, yes. College students. So when I was, when I was an undergrad, I was involved with crew as a student. I okay. remember thinking, is there a way to do that? Like, how can I just like keep doing this and just loving the environment of forward thinking on the college campus and the way that that was so encouraged and, um, and the, the leaders on college campuses still, we just, we were talking to somebody the other day who's coming to our church and, um, he is a black male that started this organization called brave and the, and he led the first protest in Bowling Green. And it was the first one he'd ever been to as well. Like, 
so ambitious, ready to go, um, feel like they can conquer the world. I love it. It's the energy is addicting to me as well as wanting to like help them see their gifts and use them. Um, yeah, it's really fun. I can, I can miss it. Cause when I speak to, to grown people at church and there's not a lot of like, like, hello, are you guys, anybody awake here? Like (laughs) the crowd difference can be really, really different, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, any chance I get calcium's are really fun. That's cool. Yeah. So sometimes adults have a hard time talking to teens, connecting to (laughs) teens. So younger than college age, but what advice can you give, um, people who struggle with, you know, making that personal connection with a teen? Cause it's hard sometimes to get through to that age group. And what's your, what are, what are your wise words about that? (laughs) I don't know if I have wide words. I have my own teen right now. So he's 13. Yes. Right. I don't know if I have any wisdom, you guys. Um, I think so. One of the biggest things is for me is to really connect with whatever they're connecting with, even Mm. if I don't care, like that. I just need to say, tell me about your Minecraft adventures Uh, today. I I knew you were going to (laughs) say Minecraft. I I just, I knew it. I don't know anything about it. That's one thing I'm just like, no, but I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is, that's real. And I have to, it's real. I had to work on caring. He's like, yeah. he's, he's next door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but he, and I he mean, knows. Minecraft is great. It's the best. It's um, wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think asking questions and being a good listener, honestly, yes. like, um, mm. moms can, as a mom, I want to lecture. And I feel like God is always like, stop mm. talking, like ask yeah. a question and listen, care about, like, if we're going to connect, I need to care about what they care about. Right. Like, yeah. We're, we're connecting right now. Cause you're caring about what I'm caring about. And I just want to talk all about it, you know? So yeah. um, same applies. And, mm-hmm. um, and here I honestly, the te- like right now it, it's way more delightful than I imagined having a teen under the really, room. yes, he's hilarious, mm-hmm. like really funny, dry sense of humor and like coming into their own, like trying to figure yeah. out, like, you know what I mean? Like try, yeah. try different. And sometimes he totally misses it. And my husband's like, that was downright rude, <laughs> oh. but we're still laughing. Cause he tried. Yeah. 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 Um, but just it, cause you start moving into the coaching role really with your kiddo and, and mm. any teen, you know, it's not going to be, they're not going to, they're trying to spread their wings, you know, like planned yeah. emancipation is the whole like overarching hope. So yeah. Um, I'm learning a ton, but I know that I need to, to ask questions and close my mouth really. Yeah. Well, and I'm guilty of asking questions and then later asking the same question in my six-year-old mm. story will be, like, you already <laughs> asked me that. And I'm like, oh, not, I'm like, listening. like yeah. <laughs> so it's like that piece of then like intentionally lit. Cause I feel like sometimes I'll just be like, how is school? What'd you have for lunch? What's so like, just, yes a routine, you know, but yes. not really like you're saying like focus Yeah, because then he'll be like, you already asked me and I'm like, right. You don't care. Like, are you yeah. really caring? Like I have to like commit to caring about what yes. you're caring about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's good advice. And I feel like I've heard that, but you know, just with kids, I think of all ages, just yeah, caring, you know, or showing yes. interest in what showing they interest are interested in. 
and mm-hmm. believing, like giving them way more credit than you would. Like they are mm. smart. They are, um, learning and growing. They know about different things in the world than I do. Um, he'll give me these mm-hmm. facts, facts about Jeff Bezos that I'm like, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like his world of information is so different than mine. And, um, yeah, I love it. I love talking politics with him right now. Like it's just, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, yeah. Talking about all the things. Cause I mean, he's in, he's in social studies right now and they're talking about yeah. current events and mm-hmm. He's forming his opinions and I want to help him do that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're smart. I, I, yeah, it's good. Awesome. So it's February. I had to think for a second. I was like, what? But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's February. So, you know, we're here into 2021. So are you one to make new year's resolutions? Um, or are you like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I know. You know what? I flip flap back and forth. So <laughs> you guys last year, my new year's resolution of 2020 was to travel more with my family. Wow. <laughs> that so is a terrible one. I feel a little burned by that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I had an Israel trip that got canceled uh, on me. Wow. I, I know. Um, that's awful. It was like cried into my yeah. queso forever. Um, yeah. yeah. So do you have that rescheduled at least or it, not yet? It, it got rescheduled. It got rescheduled for the fall, but then it got canceled again. And so now, no, no, it's not. I, oh, it's not. Man. I'll go. I will go. Cause it is like on my bucket list, but yeah, I know you guys, I have dreams of like recording teachings in like various places in Jerusalem, you know, like just, yeah, yeah. <sighs> that would so be amazing. Wouldn't that be so fun? Um, yes. So, but I, I still have that same commitment. I, I really want to travel and build memories with my kids. Mm-hmm. So we actually, and so that's for sure 2021. Um, eat, and so our hope is each season to do, whether it's a weekend or a couple more days, to do something where we go explore or try something new. So we just, this isn't new. We've done this every year, but we just took the kids skiing um, oh. this past weekend. Yeah. Um, and we go with another family. So we quarantined beforehand and, okay. and met okay. up. Yep. And skied for two and a half days. So that was great well, to leave fun. our house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet. Change of scenery. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Kind of going along with your like resolutions. Do you have any, professional goals or personal goals that you're wanting to strive to hit this year? I do. Um, I, yes, you guys. So a book proposal is actually sitting on, yeah, on the desks of some people right now. That is so exciting. It is exciting. And they, yes, thank you. You guys are so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's really exciting. Good for you, Amy. Yes. So I hope I get a stamp of approval. Um, it's looking good. So (laughs) yeah, I would be writing a book, um, probably turning a manuscript in July. So wow. Are you allowed to say what it's about? I cannot. I wish I could. I know it's a weird world, but not yet. No, that's okay. Yeah. Will will you be writing this one in your bathroom? Of course. I don't know any other way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Thank you. It is. Well, and so when like, is there a timeline when you'll know if it like goes through and like you start work or how does, yeah. So the end of next week, so it's, it's, okay. it's with their pub board right now. So that, so my 
they pitch it to their pub board and their pub board gives like a, yes, let's keep going. Then they come back to me and we do contract negotiations. And then once I sign a contract, which would, would, would be around March, it's a fast book. It's a book with, would then have a, it would have a six week Bible study that would come out of that book as well. Like it would, it would come after that book. Okay. If you want to go deeper in these okay. concepts. Yeah. So do you just give them a little, sorry, do you just give them a little bit of like an idea or do you write something like fully to get the approval? Yeah. So (laughs) how does that work? Yeah. I said, so, so there's a formal like book proposal, like template that is like pages and pages. And so I did that Hmm. and sent that in at the end of December, but we had a meeting and they were like, um, yeah, this isn't going to work. Like we don't really, you probably have about eight different books in this proposal. And I was like, cool, shoot. Yeah. I cried for days and they, um, (laughs) but they were like, could you focus? (laughs) (laughs) I got some, just pick one. They were just telling you, you have eight more books coming. (laughs) Yeah. My friends right now, right. Just pick one. So what I then did like three days later, I did focus on one and kind of just sent like a real chill (laughs) email with like 15 chapters of what I would do with this topic. And then she called and was like, we love this. I was like, oh my gosh. Like Like 15 titles, 15, I'm sorry, not chapters under the book title. So book title concept, and then the chapter, like I kind of outlined the book, but not nearly gotcha, as gotcha. extensive. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you just sent an email with 15. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Chapter titles. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, well, we can't wait to hear Yeah. what it's going to be. I yes. hope, I hope it goes through or else this yeah. podcast will be released and I'll be like, that didn't work out. <laughs> I and think it will. That's yeah, and sometimes that happens, but you yeah. have seven other ideas right. yes. in there. So just, you yeah. do mm-hmm. <laughs> try another. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So is there, um, an author or another social media influencer you're following these days? Like, so whether it's for reading or cooking or anything life, yeah. yes. comedy, Right. Um, okay. One woman I'm really loving. Her name is Ashley Island. Um, A S H L E E Island. And she is in Michigan. She is a female pastor. She's black. She's amazing. And she just wrote a book called humankind. And, um, it is her journey as a black female on sometimes identifying with the white culture and sometimes black culture just kind of straddling the fence and what that's look like. Yeah. But she is fire on Instagram. She is really fun. And yeah, she's just, a, she's just like a couple hours North of me. We've, we've become friends, which is really fun. Um, but she okay. is a beautiful writer. She's, she's brilliant. So okay, awesome. I'm loving her. And then the other one that I'm loving is, um, my son has Crohn's disease was diagnosed two years ago and, um, he's on a special diet called the SCD diet. And I follow Danielle Walker who is against all grain is her, yes. mm-hmm. her okay. recipes are amazing. And she's like saved our life multiple times. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. To know. Yeah. And do you have a favorite devotional either currently or like an all-time favorite? Not that you like that word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? You guys. And so like true to form, I haven't really done a lot of devotionals. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I'm always like, ah, and then I wrote one, right? No, but I do like, um, it's called the message solo. Have you seen this? I so it's, I'm it's write a, that down. Yeah. It's a 365 devotional and it's, it's called solo and it's, it's all God's word when they give you the devotionals with the message translation, but they have okay. beautiful ways of interacting with God's word each day. Mm. I really like it. Cool. Like, okay. like light a candle and think about God's presence as you read this verse three times, you know, like, yeah, just really interesting ways of being like, yeah, I need to slow down and probably just read this verse three times. It's a good practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write yeah. that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Amy, as we wrap up, which we're so grateful for you and your time, um, and it's the end of the day in the middle of our work week. Mm-hmm. What is something you like to do to unwind after a busy day? I know. So I've, I've done some of it already tonight. So, um, I switch out of whatever clothes I was wearing and get into cozy clothes. I'm sure you guys like yes. love to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I light a candle to signify peace and rest mm-hmm. and calm. Okay. Um, is that in a certain spot? It is on my coffee table, okay. but it could be anywhere. I okay. just like the ambience, especially in the winter. This is yeah. definitely wintry, you know? Yes. yes. Um, and then the third thing that we really like to do is after we, the kids are in bed or the teen then hangs out with us. Cause turns out we're kind of never alone then. Cause yeah. teenagers, stay <laughs> you look <laughs> over and you're like, Oh, you're like, still there. You're, what's happening? What's yeah. bedtime? Um, yeah. but, but you're connecting, the, you're connecting. Or you're connecting. I'm caring. Yes. I'm caring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, but this, he joins us in this. We all have tea. Um, we oh. all have like a sleepy time tea. He loves a good peppermint tea. Robbie does my oldest. Okay. Yeah. So we all just chill on the couch. Now this isn't every time. Sometimes he wants to like FaceTime his friends upstairs. That's totally fine. Um, But I like that ritual of just winding down and telling my body, like, we're resting. So that's so sweet that he likes having tea with you guys. Isn't that cute? I know. I don't know how long this will last. So, right. Really (laughs) favoring it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's sweet. sweet. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Where can our listeners follow you? Oh my gosh. Um, my favorite is the gram. I like Instagram. So I'm Amy Seifert, um, A M Y S E I F F E R T at Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. Okay. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And where can they get your book? Oh my gosh. Wherever books are sold. Um, Grace looks amazing on you. You can go, um, to amycyber.com and find it there. And then chin up was, is Amazon only. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Amy. You were yeah. such a delight and oh. refreshing adult mm-hmm. to talk to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys just bless you in your daily work. It is so, <laughs> I just feel like I want to like send blessings. <laughs> Let me take them. <laughs> yes. No, truly. I feel like it's been like chat with old friends. This has been wonderful. Yeah. You guys, oh. thank you. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. And we're excited. <laughs> I'm really excited to read your grace book and to yes. just Thank you. Focus on different areas. I feel like Alexa said earlier, it's something that we could all use. Yes. Right yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And we wish you nothing but the best for your upcoming. <gasps> Thank yes. you. Yeah. Cross our fingers together. Thank yes. you. So kind. <laughs> all right. Yeah.
right. Thank you, Amy. Have a good night. And All a right. Good week. Absolutely. You guys too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Amy, 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 thank you so much for coming on the show. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed this conversation we got to have with Amy as much as we did. We said after we ended our Zoom call, we we're like, she was just one of the nicest, like just genuine, kind people. And we are just so grateful that we got to chat with her for a little bit. It was like talking to an old friend. So listeners, please go follow her on social media, check her out. Maybe there was something that really stood out to you or spoke to you and you could let her know that. Um, We just want to support her and support all the women we have on our podcast. We're so grateful for them and for their time. You can go follow her and also check out her website. That's amyseifert.com, A-M-Y. S-E-I-F-F-E-R-T.com. There you'll find links to her book, speaking events, and her podcasts. And as always, we would just love to hear from you guys. And if you have any suggestions on who you want to hear on the podcast, let us know. We're always willing to ask people. And even if they say no, at least we tried. So please, thank you. Make it a great day. Go be kind to someone. And we'll talk to you next time.